0: Yesterday, I got to talk to B.J. Shelton. She's an author, and she's also a fellow fan, just like me, of Italia Gandolfo, our wonderful agent. And so listen to her story now on com. Well, (laughs) am I talking to my friend and fellow author, B.J. Shelton?
1: Oh, you are. You are. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, so anyway, I just want to hear about you and your story and how you got into writing.
1: Oh, my goodness. Ooh, got a couple hours. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. Let's go back. Um, so it was back in, is it 2009? Okay. Back in 2009, um, I got... Laid off from my job that I okay. absolutely hated, that I absolutely hated, um, <laughs> and it it got rough because my husband um, was in between deployments. He was in the reserves. Um okay. he was having a difficult time finding a job, and it was during that time where you know a lot of people were out of work and the the housing crisis was right. going on, sure, and all of that, and it was really really rough. And I still had. We had four kids at home at the time, and it, it, it got rough, and I couldn't find another job, and my, my oldest daughter was going to be turning 15. Oh, wow. Don't do the math on that. Um And <laughs> <laughs> I just aged myself, and, um, and I didn't have the money to get her anything for her birthday, and I used to love to write when I was younger. I read everything. Right? I was that one kid that went to the library every weekend, and... um basically checked out three or four books like chapter books full full full-length books and would read all of them you know a week so i was reading three four books a week and um yeah so then when i had gotten married and had kids and i was divorced and i remarried you kind of you you get to a point where you just you live to survive you don't you don't get to enjoy a lot of things and that was kind of the phase we were in and i just remember being loving to write and i loved at the time i loved harry potter i was like all about harry potter i was watching it all the okay. time and i was reading it and i thought you know what i wonder if i if i still have that capability of doing this and okay. um, so i wrote a book and it was horrible <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> well what do you expect good. i know <laughs> and it was it was it was really really bad i can admit this but it felt good to write it and by writing it, I realized, okay, I did this. I shouldn't have done this. And even, right. I wrote it for her, but she was not a reader. I still to this day don't think my daughter's ever read that book that I gave her for what her. What was it called? Uh, Skylar and the Saga of the Sages. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. It was terrible. It was awful. I don't even want to tell you what it was about. Anyway, it, it was <laughs> so bad. It's, it's, it's locked away. I think I'll burn it one day so nobody ever sees it. Uh,
0: no, don't um, burn it. That's a manuscript. Oh,
1: It was terrible. Maybe, maybe they'll, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll drag it out one day and just completely rewrite it. Maybe it'll be great then. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? But it, it got those juices flowing again and it got that passion going again for words and for writing. And, and, um, I ended up writing, um, ended up, what I ended up doing was I, I wrote the first book in the Dusty Chronicles called Haunting. And. Okay. It uh, it was a paranormal romance about this girl whose her dreams and her home that she moves to in Iowa is haunted. And he ends up kind of stepping out of her dreams and into her world. And um, while she's trying to have a normal teenage life dating this this guy in high school, she's also falling for this this entity that has befriended her that is also in her dreams right. and she's trying to help him understand what happened to him when he was alive. So there's this whole thing and it ended up being a trilogy. Um, And I ended up submitting it just as a last minute thing after I had written it and revised it, revised it, revised it. I wanted to know if it was any good. And I submitted it to a competition. Okay. Knowing full well, knowing full well, I wasn't going to, win anything all i wanted was the free cri- well it wasn't a free critique i paid for it but the critique uh-huh. and a possible review out of it so i knew where i could improve and what i should do. right um i got the silver
0: <laughs> and really? I was the
1: only one mo- yeah i was the- i was i'm just as shocked as you are um and-, and i did i i was the only one who wasn't published in one form or another whether it was you know self-published or whatever mine was strictly just a manuscript right. it wasn't published and that gave me the motivation to continue. Um, and then that book ended up being published through a, a small press and I ended up making it into a trilogy. And, and then there you go. I've got five that are published so far, multiple that are written that I haven't done anything with, with yet. I just got done co-writing one, uh, with my best friend who has the same agent. Um, and who is that? Who is and, that? Uh, the, the, the author? Yes. Uh, yeah. RK I know Ryland. the agent. Okay. Yeah. I know you okay. know the agent, um, but yeah. RK <laughs> Riles, she's, Yeah. She's very well known. Um, she just happens to be my best friend. We also do right. a, a YouTube channel together um, with her and her, her twin sister that we do for, for fun that we absolutely enjoy. So um, yeah, we, we, we did that and we submitted that and we're getting ready to work on another project together in a few months. She's got a few other projects she needs to finish first and and I've got some that I've, I have multiple that I've started that I haven't been able to really settle on one way or the other because of being stuck right. at home and way too many distractions as I sit here with my tiara <laughs> on my head. Literally, that's how, that's how bored I am at home right now. I'm actually sitting here wearing a tiara while I'm talking to you. <laughs> well, I was
0: going to ask I'm you about pants. the tiara. I was yeah. assuming that yeah. the tiara was on. Your people I, I have already I commented a about picture. It, So
1: I can send you a picture <laughs> later if you want proof. Please I, I literally do. am sitting here. Yeah, but I'm wearing pants. <laughs> Just so you know, I, I did manage Good. to... I'm proto- glad there are pants,
0: pants involved.
1: There are pants <laughs> involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's well, a new book, like said, Pants Involved.
1: Like, yeah, like I've said before, I can't always guarantee I'll be funny, but I'll always be inappropriate. So that's
0: just me. <laughs> <laughs> and so before we get too far, let's talk about our mutual agent and our dear yeah. love, Ital- love Italia Gandolfo. Yes okay tell me about her her.
1: I love her she's she's always been super super supportive um it just so happened that I ended up meeting uh Italia through so through some mutual people and she was looking for somebody um she was looking for for writers who were writing you know kind of specific things at the time and um was looking for 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 writers who had certain aspirations um and i guess i kind of fit what she was was looking for and so she asked what i was working on at the time and uh i submitted um you know the the query and everything and and the book that i was working on at the time and uh long story short yep she's she uh she represents it uh from a possible movie tv write uh Standpoint, because that's that's always been. I know that's not every writer's goal, but my ultimate goal has always been um, to see something I've written uh, either on the small screen or or the big screen. Um, i have even doing some kind of self-studying on how to properly write screenplays and all that kind of stuff. Eventually, okay. I hope to actually take some some actual classes in it. Um, and uh, RK uh, RK Riles, her daughter, is actually in the industry um and so she's kind of familiar with the with the behind the scenes stuff and you know with some screenwriters and stuff like that so um we're planning on at some point working on a screenplay together as well so there's oh, a lot of cool. things that I, I kind of want to get my hands into and it's it's a constant challenge to myself and Italia has been really supportive um with all of that so yeah, I, I I absolutely love her, and you know, and, and she's super super busy. But you know, when I send her a message real quick <laughs> and have a question or I need something, she jumps on it. I'm like, "Do you sleep?" Honestly, oh, yeah. Oh no,
0: no doubt. You know, it's very oh. funny because my friend who produced CSI, you know, and his other friend that also produced CSI, I got together with them one time, and they basically talked about how. They don't really believe that Natalia is real, but they believe she's a brain in a jar somewhere.
1: And you know, <laughs> that
0: may be true, but I've met her, so I, I know that she's real.
1: Right. Yeah, no, she's real. I've I've met her. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's real. She's totally real. I have t- I have okay. too many other friends that uh that have met her in person as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe tell once me all about of YouTube. this is the YouTube. Oh yeah, I'm I'm one of those annoying people that likes to uh likes to react to music, <laughs> right? but I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so much. Um, I'm a bit extra. I don't know if you can tell. Um, and so sometimes my reactions get, uh, get some pretty interesting reactions of their own. Right. Um, but mostly right? I react to, I react to some K-pop and stuff like that, but I'm kind of a, an old, you know, rocker chick from, right? from the eighties. And so I love, um, Korean rock um, I love oh Japanese rock. I'm huge into Japanese rock. Um, okay. Thai pop. I'm very big into Thai pop right now. I discovered a couple
0: like of Shonen for what kind of what kind of Japanese rock?
1: Japanese rock. Oh my gosh. My favorite group is One Ok Rock. Um, and their big thing from the very beginning is they've always wanted to tackle the U.S. market, to be big in the U.S., and that's kind of always been their goal. So that's what they've slowly been working toward. Um, so a lot of their albums and a lot of their songs are fully in English. And so pe- when people hear them, they don't necessarily realize that that they're, you know, that they're a Japanese rock band. Um, I right. actually saw them live last year in L.A. Um, at okay. a very small venue. And it was like the coolest thing ever because I was literally maybe 15, 15, 20 feet from the stage at all times. Whereas if you go to Japan, they sell out multiple stadiums (laughs) a year where it is it's I mean, we're talking huge stadiums that sell out. So people in Japan are like, you know, paying these huge prices to go see this band and they're getting nosebleed seats. And I was literally 20 feet from the stage at all times (laughs) getting to watch this band. And so for me, that was this is kind of the fun part of getting to do that channel is I've music music and and books have always gone hand in hand for me i actually used to perform i used to sing back in the old days um and so music has always been just as an important part as as words and books have been and for me to have to kind of combine these together and work with with rk um regina um and and to work with her both writing books and on this youtube channel um, discovering new music from all over the world. It's not just wow. you know, the Asian cultures. There's a lot of like, there was a Ukrainian band that I discovered. There was an Italian one. There was this all female sister band from Mexico that was just astounding. Um, wow. so I get to, I get to discover all of this really great music from all over the world and I get to introduce it to people who are our fans. Right now we've got, I think it's, over forty-one thousand subscribers right now, and wow. our goal is to. Our goal was to maybe hit a hundred thousand, maybe by the end of the year. But you know, we'll yeah. we'll see. But yeah, we we just like doing it. We, but of course now things have kind of slowed down, thanks to thanks to COVID. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah Yep. Yeah, yeah, because normally the the twins will record together quite a bit, but they've you know stayed apart a little bit and. Sure. Yeah, right. it's it's slowing down but things will begin to pick up again but yeah it's it's um it's a lot of fun and yeah so one okay rock that was the one japanese band um the lead singer has a baby brother who's a, a part of another band called my first hero um okay oh gosh there's ren i could go uh, there's a list of 20 japanese, <laughs> japanese- <laughs> well that's world. awesome
0: though that's fun yeah,
1: so. it is it's a lot and of fun so, and me something to do
0: and so tell me what are the things that the people you know if they're not fans of yours? What would they be likely to find in your books?
1: Oh, it depends. Because um, I'm constantly changing. I'm constantly trying to challenge myself. So my very first right. um, trilogy was very much a young adult paranormal romance, and it right. was kind of that sweet that sweet first love, very clean uh, romance. Um, right. My second series, uh, which is uh, the Gaborum series, is a little darker. It involves um, basically the, 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 the fallen, um, the first angels to fall from heaven and okay. have um, disobeyed God and um, you know're were, were buried right somewhere in a desert on earth. Okay. according to like you know this old old story, this old mythology. Um, it's right. not even in the Old Testament. It's based on forget what it, uh, the Book of Enoch. I knew I'd remember it. And uh, <laughs> so that, that's what it's based on. Well, basically, what I ended up doing was I took that desert and I took those. And I was like, well, you know, that was many, many, many eons ago. So let's say that they are still buried here on Earth and it just happens to sure. be the Badlands in South Dakota. And that's where <laughs> that was. So that, Yep. And so you've got angels who are fighting, you know, with the Gaborim and all these different hybrids. Um, so it's kind of dark. I haven't finished the series yet. I got one book left in the series I still need to finish. But, um, you know, heaven gets involved, hell gets involved. You've got, you know, the, the, the hybrids. Um, this was a little bit of a deeper romance, a little bit more adult, but not, not, you know, crazy adult. Um, uh-huh. The book that uh, we submitted to Italia is actually a, a gay romance. It's a young adult gay romance. Um, and uh, so that was definitely new for me, and it was very challenging. I love right. the second of it. Um, I'm planning on writing a, I, I've actually started um, a clean adult contemporary romance. Okay. Uh, about a divorce, a divorcee kind of starting over. Um and then there's just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of playing with a lot of different genres right now. Um, That's fun.
0: That's what to do. That. Yeah, That's yeah. great.
1: So you just not, you're not going to know what to expect from me in <laughs> one form or, or another. I'll, I guess I'm one of those people that will constantly keep, you know, keep people guessing, I guess.
0: Okay. Well, another thing I want to ask you before we go is just like, what are your tips for someone who's aspiring, but not yet published? What would you do to start out?
1: Uh, A big thing is, is networking, but not to network just for the sake of it. Um, basically go out there and, and, you know, once all of this is done, it's kind of hard right now because, you know, everyone's confined to home and there's not many places to go. But when you can't, when you can, again, hit some of those book conferences, sign up for some of the classes, you know, out there, some of these, some of the, the courses that they offer, um, Get to know people, you know, get, get their social media, make a genuine, uh, relationship with some of these people. Find some of these people on, on Twitter, on, you know, on Facebook or whatever. Start communicating with these people. Ask people questions. I always tell people when they're starting out, if, you know, if, if they're not sure what to do, I have this manuscript and I don't know what to do with it. Um, I always, you know, let them know you can email me, you can, you know, anytime and, and I'll help you out as much as I can. Um, network, don't just network for the sake of networking, just to be able to use somebody down the road. Cause that always ends up backfiring for people. Um, you know, don't be, don't be selfish when it comes to that. type. Sure. Of thing. You know, make, make, right. make genuine relationships that, that, you know, you, you can build on over the years. It's always good to build each other up. Um, definitely. I would also, yeah, I would also say, you know, if, if you've got the opportunity to take some classes, do that. Um, find those people who are willing to help you and answer your, your questions. Um, sometimes it's really great too. I've got a group of author friends. We get together on phone calls on a group call once in a while, and we'll go over things that are going on in the industry, what's working for them, what's not working for them. Sometimes it's just a matter of venting, you know, because what, what worked a month ago doesn't work now, you know, so on social media, on, on marketing and, and whatnot. So, right. Um, sure. Sometimes it's good, good to have those relationships. Um, as well, you can go to, um, I know that some people will use the, the meetup.com to find right. writers groups in their areas. That's sometimes if that type of thing works for you. Um, you know, go check out, you know, go check out a writers group. If one writers group doesn't work for you, check out, you know, another one that might. Um,
0: well, that's fun. And, and so yeah. also give me a writing tip. What is the best writing tip that you got?
1: Oh best writing tip that I've got um I guess the well oh boy there's so many uh I I guess the one thing (laughs) that I see yeah I I, the one thing that I see because I have a lot of friends that that have self-published and there's a lot of people out there that want to self-publish and I'm all about that if that's what somebody wants to do to really get their work out there if you're going to do that, regardless of how good you think your grammar is and how good you feel that you're editing <laughs> school, never edit your own stuff. Because even myself, I, I know where a stinking comma goes. I do. Right. I know where a comma goes. But even I have my limitations, you know? And um, yeah, so definitely make sure that you're you're hiring somebody who's very, very good with editing and content editing. Um, you know, even before, maybe sometimes you submit it to an agent if you want to go that traditional route, because you want to make sure that you something that you have is the best, the best representation of what you can do and, and, and what kind of work you can do so that agent can really, you know, put you with the right, you know, with the right company and uh, try to get your work out there. So, yeah, definitely don't edit your own stuff. I guess that's my, that's probably my biggest. <laughs> definitely. Advice, that is you know? a
0: huge tip that I learned the hard way. So I yeah, know that yeah. stuff. and so anyway thanks for coming on the podcast and i'm so glad to get to talk to bj shelton and i'd love to hear more about the stuff you're doing and let's stay in touch
1: all right will
0: do thank you very much for having me bj shelton on dale